Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of the Hall of Chronicles podcast. One of us went to a toy show this weekend. The other was a loser. What's up, Josh? Wow. Wow. Hey. Welcome into the Hall of Chronicles Couch Edition. Yeah. New set. Who dis? <laughs> New set. This isn't even a set. <laughs> this is us moving around the room. Yeah. Well, we're, we're prepping for bigger things. We man. are. We're trying. Uh, welcome to everybody uh, watching us live and to the eventual ones that catch us on the Rewind or on our audio platforms. Uh, the state of Washington has opened up enough to start having events like toy shows mm. and this weekend i went to the washington toy show in puyallup washington home of the washington state fair puyallup puyallup it's... just outside of tacoma yeah for those washington challenged if you're ever tired tired of cool cities head on up to tacoma <laughs> slash few alum uh, somewhere it's where seattle takes poops yeah <laughs> so, sorry so, yeah. i'm just kidding wait, wait, I, so it's long view for that we do have tacoma people i know we love you yeah. tacoma yeah that's where shannon's from yeah 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 <laughs> i know oh uh, josh the toy show well first of all let, let me start by saying this was kind of a last minute deal then i took one of my kids to and uh, uh, thankfully, things have opened up enough to have things like this again. All of the vendors there were super excited to be there uh, because they hadn't been able to do things, at least in the state of Washington, for at least a year and a half. And so this was, this was nice. It was nice to, to finally get back out there a little bit, to, to see people again, to uh, sell some merchandise, to buy some merchandise. And... I will periodically bring out some things that I purchased over that uh, Friday evening that I spent up there. But Josh, I wanted to ask you, and I put a poll up um, last week that said, let's say I gave you $1,000. Mm. Okay, just... All right. Straight, I say yes. Straight cash homie. Just from the poll already, yes. Okay, are you the... And I said, you got to spend it on your Star Wars collection. Are you the type of person that will look for a $1,000 item to buy one mm. thing? Are you the type of person that might buy a handful of moderate, moderately priced items? Or are you going to try and get as many things as you can with that 1000 bucks? And again, this is all hypothetical, but um, and I know everyone's got different reasons for why they would pick what they pick, but what, what would you pick? Uh, option two. I'd so, get some moderately priced items, like four or five, like four or five, two hundred dollar yeah. items, yeah. something like that. With with the intent, I would go in with that intent. You know, let's say we went to I don't know, we went to a toy show or something with a thousand dollars, and but I came across that thousand dollar item that was like whoa, I might bookmark that, walk around some more, and just see if there were four or five items that just made me go whoa like that one item did. And then make the decision at that time. Okay, that's but not. I wouldn't bulk up. I wouldn't just go like, how many five dollar items can I get? You know, obviously that's math. But 
like 20 or something. Just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 200. Sorry. I was joking. So uh, for me, I would look for one expensive item because the, for me, the opportunity to have a grand just to blow on something or many things doesn't come up. So I'm going to get the biggest bang for my dollar. And, and it's funny, the poll results, this is over a hundred people, uh, 25%. So a fourth of the people said they'd get one item. They'd go for that big mm. ticket item. That's interesting. And that's, uh, I guess that's what I kind of said, but now 54% said what you said. Yeah. Like a handful of moderately priced items in the, you know, like we'll say 150 to $300 range. That's what I would call moderate in, yeah. in this example. Yeah. And then the remaining 21% said as many things as I could. And that would be more like filling out your, the holes in your black series collection. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe grabbing some loose, Star Wars figures to bulk up your run, you know, your vintage run. I think that comes down to your, to, you know, some of the collector tips, right? If you've got that list, if you've got that plan, you, you might be in a different space depending on when Andy hands you a thousand dollars. Yes. When, when am I going <laughs> to, you just got to be ready for the Andy one grand. Yeah. Day. You just never know. That's why you need to be a Patreon member. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. By the way, we have a Patreon. We do. At patron backslash beyond the blast doors. Um, you can support our yeah. show and others like the Bombad Cast and Beyond the Blast Doors Bomb. For one cheeseburger a month. Yes. Yes. Yep. One cheeseburger. So I, I like that uh, I like that I like that question. I yeah. Like that. I am still trying to get rid of uh, get used to this dynamic. Not get rid of this dynamic. But get used to, <laughs> get rid of the this. me and you next to each other is yeah. it's tripping me out right now. It's so weird. I'm a little clumsy. Just gotta when you talk to me, you gotta look. That's right, right. Andy. Yeah. So let me ask you guys listening within earshot of our voice, if you were given that opportunity and, and said, "Hey, here's a thousand bucks to spend on your collection," how are you gonna how are you gonna spend it with one big ticket item? With you know three, four, or five items to fill out that thousand dollars, or with as many small to just bulk up and get as many items as you can. We got so. Keith. We got our friend Keith in the house right now. Keith's here. Yeah, yeah, and he's with me. Oh, okay. So he likes a moderate. That's all uh, right. Scuba Pete's pulling out a high dollar. He pulled the trigger on a, a ten dollar mini rig. Good for you. That a baby. Now, uh, you yeah. it, here's where you can blow it all in one spot, right? You, this the adage is out the window. Don't blow it all in one spot. Well, actually, Scuba Pete, you can blow it all in one spot if you want to. No one's gonna browbeat you, right? Looking at you, wives. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Spouses. So is that what you did at this uh, show? I mean, I don't know where we're going today. I feel well, so relaxed on this couch. Yeah, that... it's cool. It's cool. Um, not exactly. Um, I, this was the first time I'd atten ever attended this toy show. So I didn't have any expectations. Um, you know, it seemed like after taking a lap through everything, there were moderately priced items. And then the big ticket items were a couple thousand dollars, you know, $4,000. There was some, you know, there was a, you know, for 
since we are a Star Wars collectible show, there was an unopened early bird uh, set. So that was going for like five or six grand. And it was, I'd never been that close to one before. And I knew that inside there was a double telescoping Luke Skywalker. Ooh, did you smell it? I I, was behind the glass. Ah, So I would have just smelled the glass. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I, what I ended up doing Theoretically, if I had a thousand dollars to spend, I, I, I did what you said. I, I bought a few moderately priced items and a couple of cheapies too. So, would would you like to see one of them? Of course we would, Andy. Come on, that's okay. why we're here. Is we're here for you to show off the crap that you got at that. All right, I'll uh, get this close to the camera here, but I'll I'll read what it is. This is these are called bust ups. And they're made by Gentle Giant. Gentle Giant is known for making non-posable, like, statuettes of figures, like my Rogue One ah. uh, Death Trooper. And, yes, yes. And uh, they're also known for making busts, character busts, you know, from the waist up. These are mini versions of the bust. They're called bust-ups, the arms and accessories uh, come apart. You can take them out and swap them around. And these happen to be bust ups of the Jendi Tarkovsky Clone Wars figures. Um, specifically, Seis Tien and the Clone Trooper Army. Let me get that. Easy for you to say. That's not gonna work. Nah. And I have no control over here. And I mean, you know, we'll, well, we'll put some pics up. Yeah, you can see it. We'll post some pics. Anyway, trust me, it looks cool. <laughs> uh, but I didn't, I, I had seen bust ups before, but I didn't know that uh, Gentle Giant was the one that makes them. And Gentle Giant is a reputable company. So they make some good stuff. They do. Like, uh, it's fun, fun stuff. The, the busts are, are fun. I, I'm not the biggest bust guy, but after grabbing a Porkins, it's all downhill from there, man. You do have a nice Porkins mm. bust. Mmm. He has a nice bust. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm doing stuff. Here, I was going to put your uh, little poll if this is the right one. That's what I was tuning out for. I got you. This is the right one. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Comes right between us. And there you go. There's your proof 54%. A moderate amount. A moderate amount. We're on top of stuff tonight. That was only three minutes late. All right. (laughs) What else do you got, buddy? Well, this would be considered, well, that was a, a 20. That cost me 20. So, and then these were um, five bucks. They're uh, VHS cassettes of one of droids and one of Ewoks. That's pretty cool. Car- uh, animated. How do you feel about that since at least droid- is droids on the Ewoks is, is on Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Just Ewoks. Is, yep. Yeah. Uh, I tried watching them. I tried watching them the other day. You tried watching them on Disney or through yeah, this? On Disney actual... Plus. Yeah. Uh, on How'd it go? The Ewoks. I was watching it with Tova, my five-year-old, and neither of us w- could get very far into them. They're not that good. That's too bad. Yeah. You know, I haven't held a cassette of a VHS in a long time. Yeah, man. Do you know there's an FBI warning on here? Holy crap. Yeah, you don't want to get caught. Oh, but <laughs> guess what? 
Ladies and gentlemen, Ewoks, Star Wars Ewoks, not rated. <laughs> I get Ooh. it. I get it. Probably should have watched a little longer. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> for those uh, who haven't gotten Disney Plus, this is not something you're missing. <laughs> this is this is not part of your ten bucks a month. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, it's this toy show was was funny because. When you walk in, they give you this huge bag. So the the picture on our thumbnail for the show is the actual bag that I was given. And it's like a, a tote bag, but it's three and a half, four feet long with a big shoulder strap on it. So you, you know, not too subliminally messaged, hey, buy a lot of stuff. Um, and then my son got one, too. So we were both cruising around with what I like to call sleeping bags with a shoulder strap. <laughs> and uh, and so it was funny. That, that made me laugh. It's like, okay, I see, I, I see what's going on here, Washington Toy Show. But uh, the, uh, the, the guest for the evening that was signing autographs and taking pictures, Josh? Yeah? None other than WWF and G.I. Joe crossover, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. And he looks exactly like he did in the 80s. Uh, he's still, you know, still got a good physique on still him. ripped. He wore that big, broad... Smokey uh, the Bear hat. Smokey yeah. the Bear hat, drill yep. sergeant hat, yep. and had the mirrored shades. And he looked like, you know, he could rip the rip the ears off a of Gundark. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And so uh, Zane and I walked by and... Uh, I saw him and I big smile on my face because I. Well, I, we grew up with that, right? That's yeah, like, and I had the Sergeant Slaughter, two, both Sergeant Slaughter figures from GI Joe, and uh, and so I gave him a little one of these, and he gave me one of these. <laughs> so that was for me. That was just as good as an autograph. That's or a the picture. Head, yeah, that's a head nod that says, "You didn't pay me." Yeah. <laughs> It's like, get your ass over here. So uh, Zane didn't know who it was, but he's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, I just wanted Daddy's Heroes when he was a kid. <laughs> and uh, I was like, cool. Um, Josh, picture the Rose City Comic Con. What we've been to a couple times. Yep. Uh, but only toy vendors. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Only toys. It was absolutely amazing. I've never seen in one place, and granted, I'll say this with a caveat, I haven't been to too many toy events like this, but I'd never been to a place where there were so many vintage and current Legos, Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joes, Buck Rogers, Battlestar Galactica, My Little Pony, Cabbage Patch, I mean, garbage, it, garbage pail kids. There were garbage pail yeah. uh, cards. Um, yeah, there was a guy that was doing all sorts of cards. There was a there was a number of comic book, tons of Funkos. Everybody had Funkos somewhere at their booths. Um, it was it was awesome. So my son and I went for this two hour window, seven to nine, and we went through the entire place, and it felt like we had the place to ourselves because there was limited tickets for Friday night, plus limited for covid purposes as well but um it felt like we had the place to ourselves and we went and walked through the entire thing and we barely spoke to each other 
in a two hour stretch. Oh, that's the best way to hang out with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're joking, Josh, I know, but I it know. was awesome. Like, so full disclosure, he's my stepson. And there were three different times in that two hour span where he just goes, Man, thanks for bringing me, Daddy. Oh, Andy. that's so cool. And and he's like, "This <laughs> oh, is so, so cool. cool." And he's eight. He's a second grader. And uh, I knew, first of all, I knew he'd love it, just because I mean, what kid wouldn't love to just go see a warehouse full of toys, and then buy a few? And so, uh, he, yeah, he was like, "Man, this is fun. Thanks for bringing me." And uh, it that just it made it all worth it and, yeah. and then that justified my spendings to my wife sure and sure. uh you're like look look you're bonding yeah and then and then he was quick to say hey mom we're gonna go do another one of these uh this summer because uh, he heard me talking with another guy about summer con so anyway uh it was great uh if, if you know as things open up or maybe they are opened up where you live or things begin to start opening up get out there everybody will be happy to see you yeah be, and, be, and that well, was well and you're supporting local you know local collectors really yeah yeah it sounds like yeah um there was a local artist there who is somebody we have mentioned on the mm. show a handful of times over the last couple of years who he is my favorite star wars artist his name is jason w christman he's on uh twitter a little bit off and on he's not a regular but he has a website, jasonwchristman.com, and he does minimalist art. And I have a number of his uh, pieces of art, and I can't speak highly enough about it. Um, plus, on top of that, too, well, he's from Portland, so he doesn't live that far away. And that was purely coincidental when we found that out. Uh, that just made us more over the moon about him. But uh, he's a super guy. And we're going to have him on the show because um, I talked to him for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I love those. He's just got the coolest, cleanest. Yeah. And that, and yeah, he's got the yes. spe the speeder series. So the land speeder, air speeder, and the uh, speeder bike. Oh, I haven't been to the site in a while. I need to click in. Look at that. This is what I love is this, this kind of, that's, yeah. That's so good. all of his stuff is licensed through Lucasfilm. Now that Cantina piece, I happen to have that one. I bought it two years ago and it's awesome. Absolutely love it. He ha he does, it's minimalist art, but he does this really cool thing with light. Like like wherever there's light in the, in the uh, pictures that he does, it's very well done. It's very cool. It's, uh, it's like the Thomas Kincaid, but for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say it's better, but yes. Yeah. It's but anyway, I, I love this guy. I love talking with him. We're going to have him on the show. And he was like, he was like, Hey, Oh yeah. I remember you guys, you, you're on, you do a podcast, right? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, and then he just writes down his phone number and he says, I'd love to come on and talk star Wars with you. Hell yeah. And I was like, maybe we shouldn't give too much of his side away so he can have something to talk about because, um, but I had to get to this piece and that's the piece. Like that's the foundation, right? And then of course you went. Well, that he's was, got a bounty hunters. He's uh, got a bounty hunters one that's really awesome. Yeah. This was for Celebration Chicago, I think. I think that was a licensed piece for Celebration Chicago. Um, Framey's got a uh, one seventy seven. Oh, really? Awesome, Framey. That's so good. I I don't know what. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if mine is a number because there was a. 
Ooh, I don't want it. Yep. No yep. worries. <laughs> we'll have to have him on and find out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But yes, Framey, that is, I have the same one and it is incredible. And he's just a really good dude on top of that. But I did buy, I bought two things and I brought one with. Okay. Um, he's got a couple of bookmarks and these he just threw in for me, which was awesome. But one of the bookmarks is of that piece that we just put up. It's the same one. Sorry, yeah. I was just throwing it up there. And then, uh, and then uh, like a imperial uh, panel, wall panel. That's not very. Death Star wall panel. Yeah. Death Star wall panel. So those were cool, but that wasn't what I bought. What I bought were his uh, metallic. He has a metallic card set, and they have. Uh, I'll, I'll put some pictures up. I on remember Twitter. seeing these at the Rose City Comic Con. Why did we not buy them then? I don't know. I, I remember like leaving and actually thinking back uh, as to, oh, he's got a new one. But I can't remember. I might have even sent one to Framey. But they're metal cards. Again, all of his uh, minimalist eye, and Tops was supposed to pick them up. And they were going to do something with them, put like a, you know how there's like a special card in every pack? They were going to do a, a metal one of these, and, and he thought he had the deal all lined up, and then, but, and we'll let him talk about this too, if you're a card collector, because he's got some insight to how that kind of works. Uh, long story short, it didn't end up happening, but then thought he was going to be able to do them digitally. Um, and then again it didn't end up happening because the people that he was talking to were only there for a short time and then they moved on and, and new people came and they could just never get something hammered out, which is to say it still could happen. But, uh, I got a, I got a metal card set and I'll, I'll post some pictures of these cause they're very, very cool too. Um, yeah, did you got it? working on it. Okay. Keep talking. So anyway, the, I wish I could show you these. These were these were very, uh, very cool. Very happy I got them. Yep. yep. Took these back. Um, you'll have to people that are watching in the chat. Uh, you'll have to forgive us with this new set. We're not quite as Johnny on the spot with the comments. We aren't. We aren't. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're not paying attention. We got you. We got you. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll post some pictures to the Patreon too. Yeah, we'll throw those up there. Um, yep. What else from the show? Okay, it with so many things to look at. You know, at, at least I feel like I was smart enough to take a preliminary lap around everything and bookmark some things in my head to come back to. Uh, our toy review for the night uh, is going to be the the big purchase that I made. I did make one big purchase. And mm. when I say one big purchase, there were three things. But I I did a good collector thing, and I bundled. I There were three items. All of three were listed at $300 a piece. Okay. And they're awesome. One I really, really liked. And 
And so I'm talking with the guy at the booth, and I said, you know, I really like that one. And he says, well, I could go 250 for that one. And I said, okay, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a good price. Let me think about it, and I'll come back, because I wasn't all the way done with my lap around the place. So I finished my lap, and I came back, and this was, we were only there two hours, so it was right before I left, I came back to that booth, and I said, hey, I've been, I've still, I've still been thinking about this item and here's the deal. I'll do the one thing for 250 bucks because that's a fair price. But if you want to sell me all three of them for 200 each, I'll do it. Just wheeling and dealing. I mean, I knew I was going to walk away with one thing. At a, at a price that I was comfortable with, but I took a shot. You know, it never hurts to try. And uh, <clears throat> looking back, it was, I, I made the right decision. You did. Because he thought about it for probably three or four minutes, and he kind of walked away and then came back. And I was just, you know, looking at his stuff at his booth, and then he said, okay, I'll do it. So it's that, it's that idea as a seller... Well, I could get $600 now, guaranteed, or I could wait for Saturday and Sunday and right. maybe get a little bit more or not sell them at all. Maybe nobody will buy them. And so, it could have been that 600 bucks made his weekend right then, right. and then he gets to relax for, yeah. for the next two days, you know, as far as... And, and Josh, I want you to pull up a picture of the helmets, because this, this guy also had this rack of helmets that some uh, a couple of them were 3d printed a couple of them were fiberglass um and uh yeah Give me just a minute. You keep talking. and and i almost spent my money on the helmets because we've been into helmets a little bit lately you and i um but no regrets and i also got his card in case i wanted to call him up later on no regrets no uh, so this was, this was a temptation for me that I kind of had to decide which way I was going to go. Um, I ended up going the direction where I spent a bit more money, but, um, still within the boundaries of what I had budgeted. So I, I didn't feel bad about it. One thousand. Okay. So this was this guy's helmet rack and you can see clones, which is my sweet spot. You can see a Mandalorian. Um, there's a death trooper, there's captain, uh, commander Gree and the Gree was the one that, uh, that was the one that really, it, cause it was fiberglass. It's was heavy. It was sturdy. It's freaking awesome. I might call him. You might call him. Well, what if you I sold might. him? What if you sold him? Well, I, I hope the he prices did. Are I hope bad. He did. How much was the Gree? The Gree was 200. That's, this is what I'm talking about. So we, we have like, right, this is what I'm thinking and now talking about. But we have this guy, which we showed off last week. Right, the Black Series. The Black Series. And you're getting a... You're getting a, a Mostly plastic. A, a unique, you know, toy right here is what it is. It's a, it's a Hasbro toy, right? Right. But it's so well done that you feel like you're getting your money's worth. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You really feel like you're getting your money's worth at 100 to $130. And then... To pick up a, a prop custom, you do have to balance like the price. 
I always think that a prop custom that's within two hundred dollars is worth the worth the price. Yeah, it was well made. It if it were if it were have been if it would have been like a three D print. I haven't seen three D prints hold up or look as good as a fiberglass helmet. Yeah, for sure. Now that's not to say I would never buy one because the top helmet, the I think it was the Commander Fox helmet there that was 3D printed and hand painted and you could tell but it still looked really good like that that was and that one was only like 140 uh so well listen it sounds like he was pricing them for the for the build you know which is good yeah um so anyway the the gree was oh, I, I that's the one thing that i still think about like hmm maybe should have got that but then I would have had to give something up, and I wasn't ready to do that. But um, but this is just an example. This is one guy's stand. He had a, quite a variety of things there. Um, and then he also had the uh, the other clone trooper picture that I posted up. But um, some of them weren't uh, just by but I, I can take care of it. So keep talking. Okay. But anyway, um, you know, my son was very pa- that right there. My son was very patient with me. Uh, but he got to grab some things along the way too. So I was, I was thankful that, you know, that there really was something for him. There's, he ended up buying, um, a halo figure. Oh yeah. From, uh, from, uh, uh, he's into halo. Huh? Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the one halo, mo- the video game that's kind of a departure from the other ones. Uh, reach. 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 Yeah. yeah. So it was a figure from halo reach. And uh, which is cool, and because uh, I like, I like the Halo stuff too. I was high fiving him for getting that because it was a pretty cool figure. And then he got a Chewbacca mask, like a like a half face Chewbacca mask that makes authentic noises. He got it for his dad, which cracked me up. So, uh, oh, okay. So so this right here, do you know what that is, Josh? It's a clone trooper. Yeah, stepping over a clone trooper's corpse. Yep. In the heat of battle. Okay. This is a Force Unleashed clone trooper. Oh, okay. So you have a Boba Fett. I do. Force Which Unleashed. Which I love. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Unleashed series. Yeah, the un- see, not see. Force Unleashed. That's the video game. I see. So I un- see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So this was, yeah, this this was out of the box and everything. So Which was- are always awesome. Like they have like the Chewy with his hair looks like it's being blown in a hurricane he's screaming yeah and then boba fett's blasting out of the sarlacc pit all of them are awesome a little bit of a little bit of edginess from a toy perspective meaning like right here you've yeah. got the corpse of a another clone trooper and this guy's just stepping over, over him those are just a fantastic series i feel like there'd be a good line to get they, they would be a good line to because there's follow. not a, there's like maybe 20 yeah um some of them are pretty spendy now though uh do you guys you guys listening do you guys have any of those they're pretty cool what would be awesome? Unleashed force. Yeah, he, it's just Jamie, unleashed. It's just unleashed. Okay, it's just force, unleashed. You got me on the force, but yes, it's um, just unleashed. What would be cool is if on Twitter you guys posted your unleashed uh, figures. Well, whether, JD's got one. Whether he has the one you just posted. Whether so. they're in or out of the package, and then tag us. That would be sweet. I'd I'd love to see him because there's more the there's more than I am aware of. Sure. Like I can only think I of think about Unleashed, five or six. I think a Hall of Chronicles like homework challenge would be to kind of tackle the Unleashed series a little bit. 
especially since we I've got one. I actually had three, and they kind of that was before I was really focused on displaying my collection, and it, it kind of got. I lost parts to it, you know. To to I had the Chewbacca, and I had uh, Luke. Isn't it Luke? He's got the saber, and he's running over. Right. That's not a black series. That's an Unleashed. So it's a little more. It's always a little more violent. I think that's where the Unleashed came from, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna push pause on the tease for my big purchase. Okay. Because we have a new bit to get to tonight. We have a bit. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> We have the bit. We have the best. I'm excited bit. for this. Yeah, and this is something I, I think we've kind of kept it under wraps pretty well. Yeah, until uh, it was announced today on his Twitter handle. Yes, our our friend oh, Jackson. There he is. He's our friend there. Jackson, friend of the program. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> friend of the network. Now hold on. Before before we get to this bit, I want to make sure that the. That we're ready. Yes, got it. Oh, okay. Oh, I, Sorry. You yeah. got me. You got us. Okay. Are you right? Okay. Get out of here. We got to introduce you. You're, oh, you're sh- spoiling it. Jeez. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, without further ado, um, this this bit. Well, here's what it is. Okay. You and I are not real uh, versed in this area of Star Wars right. collecting. Right. So we brought in an expert. We brought in an expert who's Jackson. Spoiler. Spoiler. Um, and watch here i'll do it. i'll pull a jackson spoiler there we go and <laughs> and we are going to listen to this as not experts in this field ourselves we are listening to learn as well um and jackson's expertise is in comic books okay star wars comics of which you and I have never really gotten into. I've had I had a few at one time, but I got rid of them just because they're not they, they haven't been my jam. I appreciate them, but I don't know much about them. I love them, and I love hearing about them. I love them like romantically from a distance. I don't partake in them, but when I see them, I'm just like, ah, oh, that's so cool. But anyway, so like the you're only- you're a freshman in high school and you're checking out the senior <laughs> cheerleader, sure. that kind of thing. Sure, no, like you sure. know, yeah, it's just you so far. It. You got it. The only problem, the only issue I have with this entire segment is that the intro is better than ours. (laughs) Yeah, it's got a great name. It's got a great name and and everything. So, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, here it comes. Oh wow! Oh, you guys, you guys can hang out. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I was, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, Jackson, <laughs> and, and we're gonna take a Jackson Five right now. Five minutes with Jackson <laughs> as he tells us all about what whatever Jackson. you're gonna tell us tell about. Us Jackson, about you have the floor. Well, tonight for our, for my first segment, um, I wanted to start off with something actually that's comic adjacent and uh something that might interest you andy um okay so i'm gonna pull a little bit of a uh estelle getty uh from golden girls picture it july 1976 at the el cortez hotel in beautiful gorgeous and wonderful san diego The San Diego Comic Convention, San Diego Comic-Con, is expecting... 
Yes. I know, I know where you're going with this. Okay. It's expecting <laughs> a, you son of a bitch, is expecting a record crowd yes. of th- over 3,000 people. Three. 3,000 people in five days. 3,000 people. That's a record crowd. The big celebrities for this convention, Mel Blanc. Yes. Yes. And uh, Sergio Aragonis. Sure. Yeah. You know, from. (laughs) from, He's a golfer, right? From Gru. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And and a few upstarts shopping their wares to anybody who is interested, trying to call the favor of the Star Trek and comic book crowds, carrying around with them a certain poster with some concept art. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yes. But let's go back a little bit further. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, we're going on a trip. Yes. 1950. (laughs) Howard Chaikin was born in New Jersey of all places. Now, Howard Chaikin uh, went on to become the uh, apprentice to the great Gil Kane. Now, if you uh, remember, if you know anything about comics, Gil Kane is the co-creator of the Green Lantern and uh, the Iron Fist. Okay. Now, uh, Howard Chaikin is already cutting his teeth in the world of DC Comics uh, at um, around 1975. And somebody offers him a job to write and to illustrate a movie adaptation, a comic book adaptation uh, for a, an upcoming film. Mm. Now, uh, this Stanley uh, begrudgingly uh, purchased the rights uh, for the comic book uh, adaptation for this new film. That's actually going to be in the next segment that we'll do. Mm. But, um, but his lead artist was Howard Shaken. Now, uh, the next step is 1976. 1,000 copies of a particular item are being shopped around the San Diego Comic Convention. A couple of people from uh, this, this young upstart movie are trying to get people interested. People like, oh, that young Marcus Hamill. I think that's what his mom calls him. Yeah. <laughs> showing, showing clips of a certain film that you may all remember and recognize. Mm-hmm. And look at that! Look at that giant big screen in hall in in hall H. Look at that! Look at that! There's, look at those comfy chairs. Forty three people there. I want to see Scotty Jero in the hype video, just yeah. like hanging out with all the chain smokers back there, <laughs> passing out air. passing out information. So this is obviously, as we know, Star Wars. Uh, the the film came out in nineteen seventy seven. They're promoting this in nineteen seventy six to get people interested. And uh, as we all know, we, we it, and actually I, I know very well, uh, they did not have action figures ready for when this for when the film uh, dropped. As you can imagine, they didn't have anything in '76 either. So they passed out these really exciting sheets, and I'll we'll see if we could post a copy of this. Oh, beautiful! Uh, to the to the uh, it's basically a synopsis of the film. Uh, does not call them droids, calls them robots. Um, and this is basically what they had with them in addition to something called what we call now. Yes. The movie will never make it. Uh, <laughs> it's called the, the shaken, the, the shaken or, or 
poster number one. And what I'm going to do is wow. bring up a little bit of a picture right here. That's now, it. what we're going to do is play a little bit of a video, and I'm going to have – I'll let you guys talk over it too. I'm going to talk over it as well. Thank you. All right. You guys can still hear me, right? Oh, yeah. So now we're just kind of going over this. This is uh, – it's, it's, it's a stylistic representation of the characters uh, as the hallmark – red lightsabers that you see on certain uh pre-release items and actually some of the toys obviously had miscolored lightsabers um but you have i what one thing i really love about the early uh clip the early images from the movie the early promos the posters the prominence of the y-wing somebody really had a hard on for y-wings yes, right absolutely <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at this. Look at that sexy Y-wing. Yeah, the nose guns. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Chaken is if if you're into Star Wars movie posters, you you know what this is. Howard Chaken, mm -hmm. and I'll let you tie it back to the comics here. Yeah. But um, it, it's there were there were only so many, and they mm -hmm. were just handed out at people or just a, a, on a stack. Come and grab one. Yeah. And they're and they are so rare. They tried, to sell them, they tried to they sell tried them. They tried to sell them. They tried to sell them for a dollar seventy-five. Oh. And they couldn't. They couldn't sell them. And so I think I think as the story goes, they they got the price down to like a quarter a piece and then they yeah. just kind of gave them away. Right. So it it was it was really kind of a bummer, I would imagine. Uh that there's just I, my mind's going a million miles an hour, but this <laughs> this poster is is incredibly rare to find original. Um, because they only had them at the San Diego Comic Con in '76. They didn't. They didn't produce them after that because they did not sell well. They were not popular. They did not. They did not go out. Um, so if you see one on eBay, it is 99% sure that it is a phony. So right. you, if you want this poster, you're going to spend at least ten thousand dollars. Right. So so actually. Uh, the most recent, um, let's see, the most recent purchase uh, or or the purchases that I've tracked, let's see, uh, for a for a, uh, like a medium level copy, sure, twenty four hundred, yeah, uh, for uh, what I would say is a very fine copy, which is still not perfect, but it's pretty damn good. It's above four thousand and seventy. Um, that was now again. Those are the recent sale prices, but if you look on eBay right now, you're not you're not seeing anything but reprints. Um, right, and it very clear, very easy to distinguish. The current, the most recent, like highest price sold was about eight thousand dollars. Now that right. was signed by Mark Hamill. I don't. I'm not sure if it was signed at the time. I don't no. know if that matters, no. but I mean that's a <laughs> that's a pretty good chunk of change for. Just a simple poster, you know. Yes, one hundred percent. It is. It's. It's very cool because it looks different yes. than than Star Wars as we know it. Uh, it's, right. It's, it's a little cartoony. It's comic booky, and right. And and that's that's where we get back into the comic book connection. Now, Jackson, can you post up that picture of Mark Hamill standing in front of that banner? Sure. Because there's just a little side story. Thought. Little side story about that banner. That banner was hand painted mm. by um, uh, Ralph McQuarrie, 
And there's a little sticker of that little triangle in the center with Luke and the sun behind him. Mm -hmm. And there's a sticker from, yes. from the comic, uh, from yep. the Comic-Con too. And those are like four or $500 stickers now, uh, just for a little, little guy like that. Um, and to put a little bow on top of that, that banner is the only one in existence. And Steve Sansweet has it at Rancho, of course Rancho Obi-Wan down in California. So it's behind the bulletproof glass. Okay. Uh, it's actually just hanging above a doorway. That's messed uh, up. Well, at least that, that's where I saw <laughs> it. Sansweet style. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's over there. It's it's right over there. Yeah. All right. Somebody get the, the get the car and pick me up. We're going down there. <laughs> it's a road trip. We're pulling a heist. So Jackson, back to you yeah. for the tie-in to mm -hmm. the comics now. Where 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 did we leave uh Mr. Chaikin uh picking up the comic series? Yeah. So Howard Chaikin and Roy Thomas, uh his uh his partner in crime, uh continue to work on Star Wars the comic, the film adaptation. Uh Howard Chaikin is it's actually he's actually a funny guy. If you have a chance to Google or you do uh, check his uh, interviews out on YouTube. He's a character. Um, and he basically said he had enough of, he thought it was the art or the, the topics were a little too juvenile. He didn't like where the, the potential storylines were headed. So he basically kind of left after the film adaptation and went on to do other things. And he's still considered to be kind of one of the, you know, the, the premier talents in, late 70s and early 80s comic books and wait a minute uh, you're saying you're saying somebody had a problem with the dialogue in star wars <laughs> i don't get it i think he may have had a problem with jackson actually <laughs> and that's this is this is the uh comic number one and we're going to talk about this the next segment because you know the point of the show is is to talk about maybe a little bit about the story but obviously this is a collectibles show so we're going to yeah. talk about collectability and if you you know, if you were you you mentioned Andy the if you're seeing the shaken on eBay, it's most likely uh, uh, either a reprint or or a forgery. There are there are a lot of different <laughs> issue number ones out there, and we're gonna talk. There's there that's a whole other five se five minute segment right there. Um, but it's exciting, and and actually, if you look at the art, it's it, it's it's definitely there's. They try to do the pattern, but it, it it it's definitely a different feel. And I love I love the fact that they kept that um, that original kind of Art Deco logo style. Yeah, uh, the, the skinny, the skinny. Yes. Letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that kind of the pre, mm. you know, the film crawl uh, logo. It's it's really that's sexy. A, that's a Macquarie. Yes. Inspired. Yep. So yeah, he's he's got his fingers all over Star Wars, and much of what we know to be Star Wars is because of Ralph McQuarrie, and uh, yeah. Howard Chaykin got yeah. the baton first, right? And he he ran the first leg, didn't he? Do like the first ten issues, the first ten comics, and then and then handed it off to somebody else. He did the the first six, the first six, yeah. Or and he was he was kind of tangentially part of of some of the other ones. Um, but uh, and they had a they had an interesting uh, group of artists like Carmine Infantino, uh, Archie Goodwin. Uh, this this comic was credited for basically saving Marvel in in the, in the late seventies. Mm, okay. And uh, it's funny because you know in the 
the most recent reboot of, of the Star Wars comics, uh, essentially, if you look at the sales records, they've basically done a very similar thing. I think comics are in pretty good shape, but uh, generally the Star Wars titles, because now there are multiple titles, are usually in the top, uh, at least in the top five or, or ten. Okay. Um, and if you have a time machine, grab a dollar seventy-five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get back Get there and grab me a copy as well. You know what? Take take two fifty. <laughs> yeah. Grab you know. me one too. <laughs> yeah. Tip your clerk. Yeah, Tip your clerk. Three fifty, but you sure. So that's the shaken poster. And again, it, it, it's it's not a comic book per se, but it but all of the but it, he was there. And the folks at Marvel, I'm sorry, the folks at Marvel and from Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Corporation, were there to promote both the film and the comic adaptation. Uh, they both at the at the time were, you know, going hand in hand. So it uh, it has a lot to do with um, with the the comics as they kind of unfolded. And uh, yeah, very excited to talk about issue number one, which I do have a copy of, and I'll I'll be taking it. I won't be taking it out of the the slab, but. I'll be showing it to you. Lovely. Jackson, yes. this has been fa like I've just been silent because I'm just learning. So this has been fantastic. Yeah. By the way, stellar shirt, my man. Oh, stellar thanks. Yeah. Shirt. Uh comics threw up on me. So yeah. Yeah, we get it. So Andy, if you had if you had 10 grand, you'd get that poster. I might. I mean, that's the poster, right? That is the that, poster. That's that's where it started. And, yeah. and I've been on a bit of a poster kick here, but right. um yeah, it, it would I think I'd get I'd get that poster and hopefully have enough left over to get a Revenge of the Jedi poster. Mm. On 1982 Revenge of the mm. Jedi. So, yeah, that that would be it for me. Jackson, thank you so much. This, this has been a fun little first This has been fantastic. First step into a larger world. Did you, you guys know notice I mean? the button? I made my little button. I, it's not very clear. I'll, I'm going to take it up. <laughs> oh, I did see your button. No. I, oh, nice one. Look at that. Put it back. Oh, hey. Thank you. Like okay. a little Jackson button. You know, speaking of that, we're going to take you out with your intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. Here the we go. The intro is the outro. Here we go, right. buddy. Oh, Great by the way, wait, I, I want to say one thing. Uh, yeah. I sampled. Jackson 15. I sampled. Sorry. <laughs> nah, I sampled. Five is relative. Time. I sampled uh, Sean Keenan, uh, uh, Elias Reyes uh, for that last line in, in, the, in the clip, the stuff of legends. He's the guy that did uh, the voice of Jackson. And the Empire Strikes Back, uh, from a certain point of view. So, oh, um, perfect. Yeah, perfect. he's he's an awesome guy. He's a, he's a really cool shit. So, well, Ace? everyone, pay attention because here it comes again. Thank you so much, Jackson. <laughs> Good night. Is there The, the audio is pumped in that too. Of legends. We got a little OPP in the background. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we make it. We'll see if we make it through uh, through copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's messy enough. No one will ever know. But that it'll was be, great. It'll be fine. I love it. I love it, Jackson. That was good times. Thank you, Excellent sir. And times. this, and you can expect uh, you can expect a little segment each week from Jackson uh, on the Jackson Five. And, yeah. and uh, we've again, got a home for him here on um, all the Chronicles. That's for sure. Even though I did know a little bit about. Howard Chaikin, I still learned something in that segment. Josh? It was a 100% learning experience for me. <laughs> Sweet. Maybe That's awesome. Yeah, maybe. And hopefully you guys listening 
and watching you guys learned a little bit as well. So uh, I think we've properly teased our our toy review um, for tonight. It is the the big purchase that I made at the toy show, and it also happens to be our Red Five Designs official it. toy review. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> These babies are one six scale sideshow collectibles troopers. Now, some of you guys know already that I pre ordered a Captain Rex um, hot toy that should be coming out pretty soon now, right, Josh? Is that? I don't yep. know. Pretty soon now. And uh, when I saw these three together, I thought it's fate. Because what better things to compliment a Captain Rex on the shelf than some of his very own 501st uh, and clone troopers. So it, it, was, it was meant to be. Uh, I'm so, so excited to have these things. Um, there's, okay, the, the all-white is a clone trooper deluxe he's facing right now he comes with a, a multitude of guns and i've got him with the little mini gatlin right there and he has a backpack that straps on it's not magnetic it actually straps on with the arms the guy that we're seeing right now is um is a 501st legion clone trooper and then the one that's right now is the 501st deluxe trooper and what i really enjoy about all of all three of these is they that they come with a phase one and a phase two helmet uh depending on what your fancy is yeah that's pretty cool you can see them down between their feet there these two of them and then tell us about the one that's coming around right now okay well that that helmet at the very bottom i don't know why it was in there but it's a uh it's a it's a commander wolf helmet and that was just in one of the boxes so so you think that wasn't part of the box it shouldn't have been in there no it shouldn't oh, have been in there bonus Some, i don't didn't realize that till i had got it home i had looked through two of the boxes but not th all three and uh and it just uh man it's i i'm i'm totally pumped because again up until before this weekend i had only had one hot toy slash sideshow and it was it's a darth maul and uh <laughs> scuba that one got me uh, <laughs> uh, i get it i get it Woo! Clap. we're gonna yeah we'll, we'll give, give him that we'll give him as a matter of fact that is the perfect line for a spinner that's what needs to happen right there right? uh we should bring pete in just to do it here andy you, you do it. you rock this right all right Oh yeah, one six scale sideshow collectible clone troopers. We got deluxe, we got the regular version, we got 501st. We got a Commander Wolf helmet for no goddamn reason. <laughs> Just because. I got a great deal on these bad boys listed at $300 a piece down to 200. Oh yeah. Are we getting close oh, I'll do that, uh, yeah, do it, uh, here, hold on. What? Oh, go ahead. These clones, troopers, haven't been spun this much since they were a Camino test tube. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Thank you, Scuba <laughs> Pete, for dropping that sexy line. Mm. Uh. What you got under that helmet? Phase one, phase two, it don't matter because you're going to be phased out when I'm done. Bad Batch, more like the Rad Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, oh man, they're so pretty. I love pretty. them. They're, they're very cool. They're so thanks for the deal, dude, up in Puyallup. Appreciate it. And I might call you back and buy that Captain Gree helmet. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. I just gotta wait till <clears throat> my May paycheck. So my May check. Damn, that was good. It's good stuff, right? That's a good score. It's a really good score. I like that. That's gonna go very nicely with the, uh, you know, I mean, that was a that was a, a quick shot in the arm for uh, for your uh, sideshow slash hot toys collection. <laughs> I, I gotta keep in front here. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to find something with Andy in the room. Well, and it's hard to front. keep up with the most. You know what I mean? You gotta keep up. So or get left behind. Mm. Uh, do do we have the Ray? Uh, just website. If you want me to. Oh yeah, but you didn't give that. That's all right. Keep talking. Okay, so there was there was a Facebook announcement today from Hot Toys that they were coming out with a new Ray uh, Rise of Skywalker side or Hot Toy, and I got to tell you, we heard from our friend Shannon, friend of the network, friend of the program, Shannon, because if you recall on our May the Fourth episode. She was really hoping to see a uh, a new Ray lightsaber, like a like an FX lightsaber, but the yellow version, right? The yellow blade. And what she did not get on that day, she's sort of getting with this announcement because the Ray that um, that they announced has three lightsabers. So she's got the uh, Skywalker Legacy with the with the leather strap around the middle of it, repaired, as well as Leia's uh, kind of copper and silver lightsaber that comes in a little uh, little blanket to tie him in. And this is sideshow size, so or hot toy size, so one sixth scale. So yeah, and and yeah. Is it three or is it four? It could be that the the Kylo saber is confusing me a little bit, but um, sorry, that's not the. I I tried to find what we were talking about here, but we're not finding the. Uh, oh boy, now we're gonna go. Close that out. <laughs> but it also comes with the hot toy figure. Also comes with a yellow, the yellow hilt, the yellow bladed hilt, um, at the, from the very end where she had the thumb switch and. It, and it clicked on. So uh, she did not, Shannon didn't get her wish for the actual size FX saber, you know, like the Black Series saber, but with the new uh, Ray Hot Toy being announced, you're getting a whole bunch of um, versions. Of well, and, and well, there's more pictures on there, and we'll obviously we'll probably do some more coverage on that later. Uh, just had a, a, a quick few shots, but it's, it's, you know, in Hot Toy fashion, it's, almost overwhelming the amount of stuff that they're giving in this deluxe what what we know is deluxe yeah deluxes have a ton of hands and and accessories and i mean you could you could pose them differently every day for you know with different things on them for a month or two yeah well and that's what we were talking about is like you know it's almost like you can be like oh you know june's gonna be 
June's gonna be Tatooine burial ground month, you know, where she. <laughs> so she's. Well, there's a scene of her. Yeah. There's a on shot her of her as a hot toy on yeah. her knees with the, the sabers in front of her with and the Skywalker sabers. So anyway, no matter your thoughts on, uh, the the sequels, uh, it's a very fantastic toy and it's part of it's part of canon. So if yep. you're a collector, there's some definitely awesome sabers in there, that uh, that can be on display and. Yeah, I'm 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 a fan of that hot toy. I think it's really nice. It's very nice. And the it's face, done well. Face looks good too, as it usually does. Ghost um, is right. You must not give in and start buying hot toys, or you must give in and start buying hot toys. Yeah, it's like a Pringles. You can't just get one. I'm finding this to be true. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, Graham? What's up, Hello Graham? There. And what's up, Jesse? Good to see you, so Jesse. Jesse's from here, all man. the way from down under. Yeah. Excellent. He just uh, got some posters from us. He did. Thank you for the beautiful, nice, uh, heartwarming video. Shout out. Yeah, yeah appreciate that, that, bud. Thank you. Um, sorry it took so long to get there. Yeah. but. Well, man, I think that might be our... Uh, uh, is that our show? You got I anything so. else for us? Like, uh, no. I think that was fun. I'm really proud of you for going to that toy show. I couldn't... I'm sorry I I mean, couldn't it's all tax write-off for the show, right? Of course it is. I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> we got to find a way... To, we got to find a way to slow down all these funds somehow. Just got too much money. Too much rolling in. <laughs> All the Chronicles. Just those hollow credits. Hand over fist. Calamari. Yeah. Calamari flan. Yeah, Flog. we just eat them. All right. Well, uh, thank you. This has been Hollow Chronicles, the couch edition. Stay tuned for another rendition of the set as we turn things around in our room. That's what you're seeing right now. We kind of tore Andy's spot out. Transition. Uh, transitioning. Tor Tearing, tearing out a new one. Well, it's a collector's quandary, right? We're gonna put, we're gonna put some, uh, some of my collection down behind us, and and that TV won't exist. Oh, and yada speaking yada. Of the TV. Oh, it did. It, it fell went, It went into screensaver mode. Damn it! Hello. You said okay. oh, oh, oh. Now we're just gonna start it. Oh, there right. we go. Is uh, it on mute? Now, who knows? I just. It doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. hey, anyway. hey, quick bad batch. I got all two right. questions for you, Josh. All right. Uh, put a poll up. Do you think all, some, or none of the Bad Batch are going to make it through the end of the season? Uh, some. Okay. Well, okay, hold on. That's a dumb answer because really, none. Right? Maybe. We don't know. I'm just going to keep it rolling in the background. And right? I'm not including Omega. We don't know what's going on with Omega except for uh, <laughs> we had a Palpatine connection I saw, which was interesting. Although oh, oh. that hand, those hand positions. So are we talking like Palpatine rolls into Camino and he's like, "I want a clone." Well, the, not a girl. The, the, and then he's like, and then boom, the idea Ray. with that is that is that you know Palpatine always has layers to what he shows and right, tells. right. So when when he's the source behind the clone army, it's it on its face is to get the army but and even back into legends he's all about cloning himself cloning force sensitive uh creatures and even so, even now in canon through the mandalorian we know this to be true and through the sequels he's trying to clone force sensitive versions of himself or beings to imbue himself into i guess the bigger question is do you want more palpatine lore i feel like you know the sequels gave us a that lore do you think it's 
Do you think it's wanted or necessary? I I don't think it's either. I just think if they do it, it fits because it's in the timeline. Okay. And and Omega could be, you know. And I'm not saying this. I'm against Palpatine lore. I'm you just know, asking. The so question. I mean, it's a it's an idea out there. Some are kind of man. I hope not, or that would be cool. You know, wherever you fall in that, but. Um, but who does Omega turn into, or does she even make it? Well, the connection also, too, is the blonde hair that's kind of combed back. Wispy. Yeah. <laughs> Windswept um, Palpatine. And Palp on top of a... And, you know, how she kind of holds her hands. Skyscraper. Kind of folded, you know, like like Palpatine does in the animated stuff. He's very proper, and she seems to yeah, be very Yeah, but that New Zealand accent. Well, I mean, you, whatever the accent is, is I thought they the were accent. trying to tie that back to, 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 to the clones, you know, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, and, and that is cool, too, but... The question I've always wondered is, is that do you need uh, male and female to clone, or do you just need one genetic strain? Well, Andy, let me, son, Can just you... have a seat. All right. Yeah. Take... You see, Walk when, me a, through it. when a trooper, <laughs> when you... a bounty hunter, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, where do we go with Do this? you know where a bee comes from? <laughs> I die. How do you think about trees? I can't even talk at this point. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so when cloning happens, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 this I have is, more I questions with this. Than she's an altered clone. For, I mean, I feel like she's a clone that they're they're kind of throwing the female side of the clones in there. And your question is totally valid. Like, is that something that's necessary? So do we need do we need like really solid clone embryos to make the clones? Right. And of course, they're just for some reason just pumping out a bunch of dudes for the for the war right but maybe there was a whole different faction of female clones that's on another facility yeah you never know who knows the whole ep second episode spoiler alert here i think <laughs> was made to deliver the line that the Cam the kaminoans don't make things without a purpose kaminoan yeah Camino. the kaminoans no, they uh, said Kaminoans. That's how I, I know. I just it. okay. Sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Cam I, you I was teasing to... you. It's hey. always a tease. Okay. Especially after a very special holocron. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scuba's on it tonight. Scuba wins. What did he say? He said a very special holocronicles in quotations after our old uh, birds and the bounty hunters uh, combo like, we just had. Like, dear God, it's me, the holocronicles. <laughs> Do you know what that book? <laughs> Dear God, it's me, Margaret. No, no, but you have daughters um, and you don't know that. All right, thank God. All right, somebody post the link for Josh. <sighs> anyway, anyway, that's that was just some things that you know maybe I heard and you know it was, uh, but Omega has a purpose. She may not know it yet. The Bad Batch doesn't know it yet. And that's what part of the season well, is going to unravel is why was she made? What purpose does she have? Because they they kind of they teased that she has a purpose. And and I personally think it's it's she's four cents. Omega is going to make it a series that's not just a bunch of mutant clones running around busting ass. Now it's, right. it's not know, four it, men and a little lady. Yeah. Now it's going to be like they're going to protect her. They're going to she's going to have a greater purpose. It's a Grogu scenario. Away we go. Luke will come get her, and, and it'll just be like, shit, now no. we have to watch it. Is there another season? Yeah. I uh, do we even want to watch it? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, the podcasting couch. Yeah, you, you guys get it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we hopefully won't be here next week. Um, Not on this couch. Or, there's or... been three shoulder pats from Andy and one thigh grab from Josh. So <laughs> just want you to know. Uh, the couch, uh, couch is working, folks. It's, um, it's just a, 
just an intimate it really setting. is it really is you know finally we get to get out of our houses and all right before we go if you would like one of our holocronical hats here's what you can do i said mm. I, I i teased the giveaway you and did. on twitter if you'd like a hat and we have a flat bill and we have curved bill um here's what i want you to do as soon as this show is over on youtube go in like it and leave a comment about what you think Omega's purpose Ooh. is. Okay? Ooh. What do you think Omega's purpose is? And then hashtag curved bill or flat bill so we know what to get you. Got it. Got it? Yeah. I know that was at the very end. You had to stick around. You had to stick around for that. But thank you so much. Thanks for joining Hollow Chronicles on the couch. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, obviously on YouTube and audio platforms if that's where you're finding us right now. And thank you so much to Jackson for the Jackson 5-ish. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. All right, Andy. Go play with your toys.